I'm Brad. I'm Justin. And I'm the Cinemaiden. We're just three friends, socially distanced around the world to chat movies. We are the Cinema Guys. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to another episode of The Cinema Guys. We've been away for about a month, haven't we? No new episode in a month. Has it yeah. been a month? Uh, it has, has it been, been a month? month? Well, good Is that stuff. A movie? Has it no, been a month? We never. We we don't One do that month? here. No. Okay. Ten years, man. But if this is your first time in, welcome. We love having you here. So we've been away for a month. Justin's watched like five hundred movies. Twenty-one new movies, not counting like all the Pirates of the Caribbean things I'd already seen, but twenty-one, 21 new, new movies. movies. So, how many new movies is that for the year thus far? Ooh, so I'm I'm trying to average twelve a month. How many months has it been? We're six months <laughs> six in. Mo- oh, June six. So I think I'm a, I think I'm about five over. So six times twelve is seventy-two. <laughs> 72 <laughs> somewhere about 79 then i think 79 77 somewhere in there wow you're you're up there i think i'm at 63 64 for the year i'm a little behind you but just need five i'm more. not just come uh, come october though i might catch up because i watch i'll try to watch a ton of horror movies through the whole month of october so maybe that might be my catch-up month to you <laughs> Actually, how many Korean films have you logged? I know they're all like seven hours long. So you might only so. be able to get like one So they really count week. as like more than you guys, right? Also, I watch more TV shows. Yeah, and your TV shows are what, 40 episodes and they're two hours like long? They're probably like 20 to 25 episodes and they're like an hour and a half long. Wow. It, it's Here's such a commitment. A so basically, TV. I've watched the same number of new movies as you guys time-wise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Before we jump into top this, did either of you see the tease for the Justice League Snyder Cut that they? I don't they put watch out? trailers. It's not a trailer and though. It's just a tease. It's not a trailer. It and it gives you Z- nothing. Nothing. Don't care. I mean, I guess we get to see. You get to see Wonder Woman. And then there is a little voiceover from what was at the Dark end side. of Batman vs Superman with Lex Luthor, and then you get to see Darkseid on Not Apocalypse. Doing it. Not watching it. <laughs> it's it's literally thirty seconds. I don't believe that it's as it, there's that much footage to make a whole other movie. Oh, I do. They they. Joss Whedon apparently reshot most of the film. I've heard that no matter what we see. We will not be seeing the original Snyder Cut. We will be seeing now a Snyder Cut that is banked off of, okay, I know what everyone hates. I'm going to probably make it even different than I would have made it then. That's what, that's what I've heard on the uh, you know, well, YouTube. I, I, I think we're going to see the Snyder Cut Plus. Like We're going to see what Snyder wanted, but I think he's going to... Oh, we're going to add a whole bunch of more footage. We're going to make it darker. And then from what they've said, it's going to be about four hours long. And we, well, we I won't get, get the, some of that, uh, some good old lantern scenes. We, we won't get, obviously, the completion of the story because it was planned to be three movies. 
So hopefully, like Did you just co- say either four comics hours long, four hours. But they they, they they don't know if it's going to be more of a mini series, like maybe four one hour episodes, or drop it as a full movie. And hold on, so when something says it's on HBO Max, does that mean it will not be on HBO Go? HBO Go is going away. Uh, HBO said that oh, they're going do you to think the person who to discontinue HBO Go. Uh, and they're going to just have HBO Max. And I think if people had HBO Now, it converts over to Max because you're paying the same price. Yeah. All right. I'm going to hope that the person I've been Steve <laughs> borrowing it from <laughs> likes HBO Max. Yeah, because right now I think they, they have like the three, HBO Now, Go, and Max. So I think they're trying to consolidate down to one. Or maybe Go Go's will... the best one. I, I don't know what they'll do because people who pay for hbo and cable i mean I, you would think they would still allow them to stream but i don't know i don't do any of that so what's on the agenda brad well this week we are going to give a top this on political movies because it will tie into the movie that we're talking about this week it is irresistible starring steve carell you're irresistible Simply irresistible oh. Which was written and directed by John Stewart. Ooh, we both had a different song there. That was nice. And then, of yeah, course, we will end it with our at-home recommendations. Okay, let's right, do let's, it. Let's 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 jump on in. So let's jump in to top this. As I said at the beginning, we are going to do our top three political movies. And I don't know how how you guys like defined a political movie. If it was something like an actual political it has event, has to take place in sixteen hundred. Or if it was something like you know Star Wars Episode Three, where it's very political, but not obviously based on or facts. Or in the line of fire with Clint Eastwood because he is in Washington. Or that Olympus has. Fallen. I don't know what rules you set on yourself for a political film, if any. Uh, I guess I had some rules. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what comes up. You want to you start it off, Cinnamon? No. So I, I thought that this I? would be really hard for me. And the more that I thought about it, I have too many. Really? I have too many that I really love that are politically. It is a pretty broad topic. I gave up. So, <laughs> I was like, so I'll just do for these. me, politically means like any movie that has a thing that a president or politician otherwise would have a stance on during their campaign trail that is what i define okay. political as mm. all right i think we should do it alphabetical order <laughs> what the movies in alphabetical order yeah or the you, people? Do it, you have to do it, no it's the movies in alphabetical order and the people so ashley brad justin oh. first name <laughs> and then you do your movie alphabetical order the cinemaster right, has cinemaster, spoken whatever you say wow. Man, okay. he, we gave him too much power this year. We we need we, we need to beat him. Uh, I just felt like it was underutilized before. <laughs> oh, I'm by going the way, to utilize it. The Oscars have been pushed back to April, so we got a little extra time to to figure Ooh. it out. Oh no, we have more time as him as the Cinemaster. That's not fair. <laughs> All right, Cinemaster. It's alphabetical um, okay. by first name. <laughs> Go. So that means I'm first, and then I'm for I'm going to go my alphabetical order. So I have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six of them. <laughs> Are you no, ready? you only three. get three. 
You have to pick three. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm no. kidding. I have three, and, and then I'll have three honorable mentions. And you're just saying your just first alphabetical order, then we're round robbing it. I know. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do one, and then one honorable mention you know we each round time. Robin. You can't, you, until you become the Cinemaster. Yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can do your straight list, or whatever you call it. <laughs> just how it is. Okay. My first one is going to be, I think, pretty obvious, Black Klansman. Okay. Ooh, that's good. It's a really good movie. I just Black watched Klansman. it again last week. That's, that's the the B one. And also, my honorable mention, B is Boondock Saints. Uh, I say that, it's political, political because they're vigilantes. They take they take, they take take their uh, the law into their own hands. That's pretty movie political to me, right? So it doesn't matter. Oh, I love that I movie. Guess. You can hate it all you want. I do. <laughs> Willem Dafoe, come well, we're on. We're talking about that. The first one only, not the second one. If anarchy is now uh, politics, I guess everything's okay. It is. What do you think it is? All right. So my fir- we're, since we're going in um, alphabetical order here, my my first choice is Dave, starring Kevin Klein, Dave. where he uh, yeah Kevin Klein. That's right. Yeah, where he has to I about that. He's a lookalike of the president and. He becomes president, like, or it acts to be president. I really enjoyed that movie. I liked it quite a bit. Okay, my first one starts with an A. A, Few Good Men. That is, um, that's mine. Uh, I love that movie because it's, what is there not to love? It's got Tommy Cruise in it, which I know Ashley loves. Her favorite. It's got Kevin yeah. Bacon. Mm, it's good. Anyways, A Few Good Men. Pretty political, you, got you know. Probably one of the courtrooms and things. <laughs> I don't think it's a movie that we listed in our quoting episode, but it's got a quote that I think. Oh yeah, anyone and everyone you've probably heard. Did you order the code yeah. red? And when he's like, "You can't handle the truth." <laughs> so good. A few good men. That's my number. That's my number A. That's your number A. Okay. <laughs> okay. The next one is H for hostiles. You pick that on like every list. Not every list. This isn't. This <laughs> isn't. I mean, she, I think a lot of lists. It was on my top. It was my top fifty or thirty it's movies true. of my favorites. It was on there. All right. What's the it last time movie. I chose it? It is a good movie. It. It, it was a really good movie. It's a good movie. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, Ashley, I'm it's a good kidding. one. It is a good one. And i I have I have a I don't have an honorable. <laughs> So by that rationale, <laughs> though, wouldn't you say that almost any movie dealing with Native Americans is a political movie, right? No. So, no. No? What? Smoke Signals, one of my favorite movies, is not. No. There's nothing in there about the treatment of the natives or how we've, we've marginalized or pushed them out or anything like that? The basis of the story is the guy coming to terms with himself and who he is and his father, not the fact he is a Native right, American fine. who's been oppressed. Given that one movie, <laughs> isn't most movies with... Uh, that's a, I, No! So, so then my question is, is uh, Hostiles your favorite movie about that confrontation, the Natives versus the white soldier? I think it's been one of my favorites that I've seen so far. But I haven't seen all of them, so I can't... I can't. Why haven't you seen them all? I mean, come on. All right. Slacking? Sometimes I just I just get in like a mood and Mm -hmm. then I can't watch anymore because I just get too irritated. Anyway, Brad. All right. So my next one will be Elizabeth. 
starring Kate Blanchett as the Queen Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Now, what is I always it? get this one confused. Is this the one that's where one she's like? Too. She, is this the one where she's got the swords and she's like super fighty, or is this the one with not the, the one with not fighty? the swords and super fighty? <laughs> the, it, it, oh, okay. It's the better yeah. of the two. The other one is Elizabeth the Golden Age. Right. Okay. Who plays Elizabeth in that? It's one? It's still Kate Blanchett. She pl- she plays Elizabeth in both. Oh, it's still Kate yeah. Blanchett. That's confusing. I did not well, I mean, that. It, it, that is confusing. Um, Elizabeth the Golden Age is the sequel to Elizabeth. It's the her in her later yeah, years. Yeah, I knew so. they were linked somehow. All right. Yeah, you've mentioned that one quite a few times too. I think it might have been in my like that my uh, top list, I believe. Did that top list ruin you guys for movies for the rest of our list? Forever. Yeah. Is it always going to be off yeah, that list? Yeah, I think so. Well, none of my three made that list, <laughs> FYI. <laughs> All right, Justin, what is next on your alphabetical list? My next letter is all the way down to V. For Vendetta? I go from A to V. No, uh, Vice. Oh, okay. Uh, I love I, Vice. I have not, I it was really I have good. not seen um, Vice, so I cannot comment. Oh, you haven't seen it? It was nominated last year, man. I didn't see them all, man. I haven't seen Vice uh, either. Oh, it's so worth watching. It's the same guys Sorry. who did the the, the big, big short. Um, the big short. Is that what it was? Yeah. Uh, is that the one that was the housing bubble movie? Yes. Yeah. So same guys who did that. So it's the same style, and it is. I mean, the Dick Cheney represented in the film, if it's anything close, is such a interesting and reprehensible character at the same time. It's good. It's worth. Wa- it's worth watching. And um, what's his face? Um, who's winning all the awards these days? Sam Rockwell. He's George W. And he, he he's really good. I like Sam Rockwell. I think he's a good he actor. Yeah, he's good. He's really really good. All right, Cinnamon. What is what is your final alf- alphabetical number W? Pearl Harbor. Well, here's another one that I name all the time too. Pearl Harbor. So Gladiator. I'll just get ready for. Oh my god, that would fit. Pearl Harbor but it would doesn't. fit, I guess guys. There's politics involved. Uh, Isle of Dogs. It's not Isle of Dogs, yeah, but that one would fit I as know. well. Uh, no, it's I Can Speak, the Korean oh. one, about the it's a good movie the and political yes, issue here. It's still an ongoing political issue between Korea because and Japan. Because yeah, so. Japan won't apologize. They won't even acknowledge it happened, which is just yeah, If anyone listening has not seen that movie, it is worth watching. And get a box of tissues. Yeah. Even me. Agrees yeah. that it is a very good movie. Even, Even you, <laughs> the one who's who'd like who's, who do, who doesn't movies. cry yeah. and likes horror films. <laughs> All right, Bradford. All right. So next on my list, we will be in an M, and it's from Malcolm X. Malcolm X. Ooh, I thought Denzel about Washington. Malcolm X. It's a good one. It is such a good movie. Yeah, fantastic. And it is one of the few books in life I have read. Like the Malcolm X book. I don't read very many books. Wait, I need to I need to back up here. I always forget that you don't read. I don't read. Let me back up a little bit. I don't read often. How about that? Uh, when I first met you, he had started the Maze Runner, and I think he's still on the Maze Runner ten years later. I am. (laughs) Uh finished all the movies though. Of course she did. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> you didn't miss anything great. The the books. I was gonna say the Maze Runner's not that yeah. great. I enjoyed the Maze Runner movies. I thought they were fun. 
All right, so Malcolm X. Right, that's a good. Spike one. Lee joint yeah. film. Ooh, uh, have have you watched The Five Bloods? Not yet. Oh, so good. Actually, you got to watch it. It's so good. we had Spike Lee on here twice already. Oh, that's right. Black Klansman and now Malcolm X. Yeah. So what, Black Klansman is real good. So what do you have next, Justin? My last, last one. one is Wag the Dog. Did you ever see Wag the Dog? That's a good one. I've never seen that. It's uh, very good. There was a, Where they a presidential a fake war. Yeah, there's a presidential scandal, and they don't want anyone to know about it, or they they want to hide it. So they create they get a, a movie director to create a fake war, uh, so that everyone's really concerned with that, and the scandal goes unnoticed. It's good. Is that Dustin Hoffman? Oh wow! Yes, Dustin yeah. Hoffman, Robert De Niro. Yeah, so good. That's my list. Wow. Do you have any honorables? couple honorables I had was 13 Days, starring Kevin Costner, about the Cuban oh. Missile Crisis. Oh, yeah. Um, Team America. Oh, Anyone? Yeah. Team America? You guys love, you, both of you guys loved that I movie. I did not. It's a little gross. I don't like it now. I loved it when I was like 10. I don't like my puppets doing gross <laughs> no, things. No, I, like, I think it was like 14 or 15. It was hilarious. To a 14-year-old, it was funny. Maybe. To be fair, you don't like mini animated films whether that's not puppets even animated. or not that's like some Anyways. people holding some strings <laughs> jumping around so what about v for vendetta oh yeah v for vendetta i had good. invictus with uh matt damon <laughs> matt damon. speaking of team america yes and <laughs> zero dark 30 i like also oh that's a good one. Oh, i did like that one i also um when I was looking at lists online, I didn't realize that like they consider Jack Ryan movies to be political movies. Yes, they are. So I loved Patriot Games. I mean, especially um, Patriot Games, Clear and Present Danger, Hunt for Red October. Heavy. Like yeah. I just, ne- I would never consider them political right, movies. But war More is like politics, spy-y, right? CIA. If there's war, there's yeah, politics involved. Yeah, I think involved. so. So I guess you're right. If I can consider, I guess like. Team America. Is it uh, <laughs> clear and, clear and pre- present danger? Is that the one that's very heavy with the IRA? Oh, yeah. A movie I'm surprised you didn't say, Justin, is Milk. Oh, I, Milk is oh, good. Oh, Milk is Ooh, so you know good. What? How did we miss now that? that? It, I'm surprised I probably you would didn't put that it. on there because that is... Uh, that, you I do love, love that, that movie. movie. You can become a patron of the show. Patreon. Patreon. And you can suggest a top this for us on the show. Any patron of our show can give us a top this. Anyone that gives us money can get things. Yeah. And stuff. <laughs> Let's move into talking irresistible. Democrats are getting their asses kicked. We need some way to road test a more rural friendly message. If you can't live your principles in the bad times, I guess they aren't principles, they're just hobbies. Nice. John Wayne and a tractor have a baby, and all you can say is nice. Really nice. Oh my god, it's nice. so nice. Colonel Jack Hastings is our key back into the great now swing state of Wisconsin. He just doesn't know it yet. New movie starring Steve Carell, written and directed by John Stewart. So before we jump into the full ruinsies, what are your quick thoughts on the film and what did you give it in the old letterboxed? I gave it a three and a half. 
Three and a half. All right, Justin, what'd you... I gave it four. And I gave it a four and a half. Ooh. I thought it was really good. I liked what? it. Yeah. I love this movie, guys. Yeah, me too. Like, it was great. I thought it was really, good. I thought it really was really good. good. I feel like it was just a little too on the nose about a lot so of things. That's, I, I think, why I loved it so much. Yeah, I I had no idea. I had no, zero idea what the movie was about. No I didn't idea know it was going to be political. I didn't know it had Steve Carell. I knew nothing. So I like that. I think I always like those movies better. But I would say it's probably the best new movie I've seen this year so far. I liked it a lot because I, I did. Oh, I, it was I surprising. It was fun. Also, like you know, it it had some. It had a cool message, but it was also fun too. It made me laugh a couple times. Um, I like Steve Carell in it. I like that character way better than his Space Force character. I I didn't know it, anything really going into this, and I really enjoyed it. Like. I love Steve Carell. I love everybody that was all the little townspeople. I love the quirkiness of it. And yeah, if Chris Cooper his is little in your battle film, with Rose Byrne, if Chris Cooper is in your film, uh, you automatically, that's a star in and of itself. You get a star for that just because he's, yeah, he, he's so good. He is good. He's amazing. And the, and the movie is, yeah, it's very heartfelt and kind of, kind of feel good there at the end a little bit. Did the way they, anyone see the surprise coming? No, no, I didn't even think about it one iota. I knew I mean, do it, something I was I guess up. from here, if you haven't seen this movie, go rent it. It's out on premium rentals, or I know some theaters that are open will are going to be playing it. Highly recommend. All of us recommend checking it out. But from here forward, we're going to jump into spoilers, or as we call them, ruinsies. Okay, ruinsies. Ruinsies disclaimers over. What was the surprise? <laughs> So the surprise was that that whole thing was fabricated to get the money. They just wanted they money made for it the up town. so they could get the super pack money. So she leaked the YouTube video, um, so that she, the ter- the Terminator girl and, and they had a person from the town in the political office, so he could <laughs> slide it to Steve Carell. They would see it. They would like it and get them okay, to come. I think I must have blocked out the last I guess, part of the movie. The, the main part. And so Chris Cooper was actually, so they actually did these funny scenes in the end where they were showing you how long it took to get that, you know, fa- that leaked video. Like he had to memorize a script and he had to march in and everyone was like laughing when he messed up and things like that. But the, uh, I, yeah. I, I think I... They, they kind of show the, the outtakes. Yeah. I got it. Not exactly, but I knew... She had fabricated this once she went and talked to the mayor who they were going to bring in his brother who had a real bout with depression and they were, and she thought that was too far. And at that moment I was like, okay, there's something, this isn't about what I think it's about, but I didn't think that they were not going to vote. I didn't think that it was just going to be one, two people voting all of that. I didn't think, I thought somebody would still win. Yeah. I, I did not expect that, like, at all that the town was in on this, like, ploy to get money. Because when you go in, you know, it's middle America, Wisconsin town. They used to be thriving, but, like, was it a military base or something that was Uh, there that left? I think it was a military base, yeah. All of their basic resources and income that, like, that would come into this town 
is gone. So a lot of stores are closing. People are hurting for money. Which we should have guessed because they sort of and just like led that so many times, foreshadowed it, but didn't see it coming. Yeah. The, uh, I thought one weird... I mean, oh, good. I, I, I was just going to say, I, I liked kind of, you know, a little bit of the message that they had in it of... You know, politicians in this only care about, like, they only care about us when it's election time. Right. That, you know, any other time. Or the ridiculousness of how much money is spent on campaigns, even to that small of a stature of a campaign. Campaigns and all this stuff that's kind of made up. And like, the thing I thought was odd was they did allude several times to Steve Carell being lonely and you thought there was going to be a romantic interest somewhere and in the end in like all the end scenes um i thought it was real weird what they did with him like i thought it was funny that he didn't get with the main girl because yes she's way younger but then like they they added a hint of sexuality to that character that i thought was odd they were doing it was interesting and i guess that was just to be funny because it was he kind of was daydreaming about that girl and then it was the was it the bakery lady? Yeah. And then it ended up being Rose Burns' character. Right, right, right. Like he he just wakes up with. It's like this almost like a dream within a dream kind of thing. Like, oh. Yeah. Uh Ashley, what did you we, think of that last I, I part? I did find that a little odd. She's completely checked out. I'm completely checked out. She's she's just on Facebook so now or whatever. I'm gathering I that forgot you all about this movie. <laughs> Shit, really, right? I did. I watched it. What's that girl from from uh, Bridesmaids? Like I saw all this. I don't remember this la- this this fake town part. Like I don't. It was like the last thirty minutes of the movie. I don't remember. <laughs> how did you think it ended? Hold on, I'm I actually interested in how in you thought minutes. it ended. Then, how did you think it ended? <laughs> I don't remember how it ended. <laughs> I wish you were just like, well, they had a campaign and uh, people voted. Do you remember and, when man. I told you I don't remember this movie? Yes. It's because when you I were remember, like, what are we talking about? Oh, like, I fell you? asleep. You're like, well, people voted and it was a great commentary on how we should all just get out there and vote. Yeah, you know, it was so good. <laughs> no, but I just remember. I remember. So the one part that I will comment on is in the beginning. I feel like it was just too like. Like how Jim Carrey was like about his car and he was like, well, I need to drive this because it needs, I need to look like I'm not like a douchebag coming from the city. Uh, Steve Carell. Like I remember those kinds of things. And I remember thinking like, that's just too aggressively like. And yeah. and I feel like that's what, what how I call Jim Carrey. politicians going into a small town would be, would be like, okay, I got to, I got to feel, I got to feel kind of like hometown kind of like, yeah, like how he goes in and is like, I'll just have a beer and a burger. And yeah, I, but I just feel like that's a little too like, like they wouldn't do that. And the, and the way I love the, the bartender guy at that, that place when he's like a beer and a burger and he's like, uh, and has to go across the street to get, (laughs) get the food for him. Also, like the more you talk about like, like hearing it now, like, I guess it does make sense that it was all set up because they all knew who he was immediately. Right, right, right. And I like that part too, because I remember thinking like, I don't think they knew who he was. How? I I think it was because they set it up as they're such a rundown town that people don't come to anymore that any outsider or like, you know, how they would deem the big city person 
coming in, it would be a big deal. Right. Well, that's how they set it up. But is it? But uh, what? I mean, that's how they set it up. But they knew, they all knew who he was and they all knew who he was coming. So if you were really paying attention, which I wasn't, I would have guessed, like, oh, this is even too much for a small town because they knew, like, they had him. They had it hook, line, and sinker. They had the whole thing plotted, and, and that's that's something I didn't even th- com- didn't even come to my mind until when it happened. I was like, "Oh, so yeah." Some of that does make sense when you're like, "Okay, this is why they were so like the bakery lady was so I don't know what how to put and it." And how much <laughs> would we really love that video? If we saw the small town guy standing up for the Im- migrant workers, like we would love that. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and that's why I, I really like this movie because, to me, yes, there there was a lot of it that was very liberal in in the way it, it showed things, but it mm. it also showed both sides of the coin of how, like Steve Carell and Rose Byrne, how their ones. A uh, Republican was a Democrat, but they both come at things a different way. Like I got to get ahead of her, and then she's got to get ahead of him. And I love their battle back and forth. Like my favorite scene is when she comes up to him and she leans over and he, and says, "I bet she smells like pop tarts." <laughs> she her character reminds me a lot of the uh, campaign manager from Parks and Rec. What's her name? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Ben Ben Wyatt works yeah. for her. And like she's the one that got him into being a campaign manager. Her character I feel like it was based off of her. But even even the like when they were setting up the super packs and all the uh the other groups, like when you saw the commercials and stuff, how they really kind of poked fun at the names even of like sponsored by mothers that I, I didn't write any of them down, but they you could tell like you know these groups just whoever have the money make up some name to throw their yeah. ads on TV and people go, Oh, it's sponsored by this group that it, it, it must be, it must be something serious or even the, the CNN panel. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought that was really funny how they did that. Like they poked fun at everything politically that, that happens. And you're like, this is probably what really happens. And, and we just have no idea. Yeah, exactly. We have no idea. They they make up things and and try to skew the the facts. Skew the facts, I guess, is how it would be to yeah that's, to whatever favor they want. That was my favorite line of the film is when she makes up the oh I live here and he was like no you just lied and Steve Carell was like well now it's true and now everyone it doesn't matter if it's a lie it's on TV everyone's gonna believe it it's true now yeah yeah yeah. Where they're like with the one scene where they're like side by side and he goes off camera and walks into her camera and I'm like, what are you doing? Oh yes, I remember that one. Because <laughs> that that's how our world is right now. If it's on the news, then it's true to someone. It's now true. That's it. It doesn't matter about facts. Yeah. What and it and but it doesn't matter what news that? you watch. If it's on the station that you 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 watch, oh, it must be true. It must be. This true. is on the yeah. the station I watch. So bad. What does that say about our free press? Right. Though? Uh, for all of these reasons, I thought this was an excellent film. Just And it was a fresh breath of air that I didn't see coming. Okay, well, the parts that I did see, I, I liked. <laughs> I just thought it was aggressive. And the whole time I was watching it, it made me think of one of your top this picks, Wag the Dog, mm. because that was kind of that yeah. same way of like, 
it, it skewed that political system of like, you know what? Something like this happens. This is something I think they would do. And I thought it, you know, oh, political they comedy do. Is, they do I, it. I, can be very tough. Yeah. And I really, really, really just really like this movie. Well, and it's, um, it's it had a top real, on my list for the year so far. Yeah, it had a real serious start with the Hillary and Trump campaign and him losing it to where I, I thought, oh, this is going to be a oh, real yeah. serious film. But it, you know, it had a light heart to it. Yeah, it did. Any extra thoughts, Cinemaiden Voyage? No, political movies just aren't usually my thing. Unless it's all the ones you mentioned. This earlier. kind of political movie. Because now, didn't you? I said this I kind say, of because you know, anarchy is political kind. movies, right? Now, now, why is something like this type of political movie usually not your thing? Because, like, I just feel like whoever is creating the narrative of the story wants me to feel or think a certain way oh, weird, about yeah. something that I already have a feeling on. Like, ah, that sounds really stupid. Isn't that all movies? I just feel like they're tr- they're trying. Yes, that's why I changed my what I'm saying. They're just trying to make a point about something that we all know is true. Like we all know that politics are right, stupid. But- everyone, everyone, everyone dreads dreads like campaign season. I don't oh, think yeah. everyone know it's knows fit, it though. But we don't like. I don't need to watch a movie about like, it. Like I don't think everyone knows it. I think I would love to think that people really? do. No, I- but I think there are people out there who are like. Well, it said he tases children. I guess that politician tases children. Like they believe it. It's like the the scene in the movie with the with the nuns when they're when they're pamphleting the no- neighborhoods, not realizing where, like they're trying to do demographics of what to pamphlet where, and they end up pamphleting the abortion pamphlets to the nuns area, and because oh. she thought they were like, single women. I feel. Yeah, exactly. I just feel like I don't... That's why I don't like them. I don't right. need to watch it. I know, like, I'm not I'm not all the way liberal. I'm not all the way Republican. I decide how I feel on each thing and each person so I in do, the moment, not based on right, parties. I do like a movie, though, that when I... That it is representing things I've always thought and felt... And I don't always know how to articulate it, but when I see it articulated, I'm like, yeah, that is exactly because it, what I also like when you, I understand yeah, when you said the nuns, Brad. I forgot like this. There is a big part on like single issue voting. Like, well, it's Republicans, so we vote these yeah. things. Yeah. But here we had this yeah. redneck sort of farmer, but talking about social justice issues like a Democrat. And that I thought was also fun to muddy those those fields a little bit. Yeah, so you don't have a, a left and a right. Isn't that just so I don't know the word for it. Like, oh how 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 cool of you. How how what is that word woke. that I'm looking for? How woke of you. Woke of you. How woke of you to put a farmer who you stereotypically think doesn't have politically liberal views make them say politically liberal things like how woke of you to do that like have you actually spoken to someone who lives in the middle of nowhere ohio i have they don't all think like you think they do republican wise it's just the louder they say that at the end of the film though so it's just like it annoys me it annoys me to see films like that that just do that and i'm like i how this this movie is so woke 
I'm so happy that you figured but at this the out. End like, of the I, film, I don't, want, they, I don't uh, think they figured anything. No, at out. the end of the film, they are all like that's actually one of the big jokes is they're all woke liberals. They just knew how to play the game of the media because they knew how to the play two the guys game. who were yeah. in the bar who were like dumb the whole time actually had this really intelligent conversation. Like they're saying, Yeah, we are not who you think we are, but we will get the money from you if you're gonna just throw it out to us. So I think that was sort of the the joke. But I mean you see it right now with the stupid masks. Like wearing a mask or not wearing a mask has yeah. now become a political statement. If you're wearing masks, that must mean political. you're on some. Uh, rather than just saying, "Hey, this this yeah, store asked me to wear yeah. it, so I'm going to wear it," just like I wear shirts and shoes because they asked me to. Uh, but people have turned it into something political. Yeah. My body, my right. choice. Yeah, they they've turned they've turned it into an issue. Right. It's so dumb. And, yeah. I just feel like I. I'm the youngest one here, and I'm just, I'm exhausted. I don't care anymore. I don't think I ever care. I don't want to listen to other people's ever. opinions about that I kind of stuff. probably start. Because <laughs> uh, politic, like, that's why when I, I was thinking you. of po- po- political movies, everything went to, like, White House, you know, uh, Senate, because, like, I don't know any of those things. And so I'll be like, oh, okay, that's cool. I had no idea that the president makes decisions. All right, now we know. <laughs> No, I know. Anyways, it was good. Good talk, guys. That's not to say also that political things like this need to be said or like voices need to be heard. Like there are, I just don't feel like I need to listen to movies like that all the time. Like it's not going to sit there. It's a good movie for a certain certain people to watch. I do not I also think them. for me, there's a messenger. And so when I see Jon Stewart does a political film, I go, oh, I like his voice. I'm going to listen. Just like if my parents you know had yeah. rush limbaugh done one they'd be like oh we're gonna listen to this because it's good like i see him as a good yeah. voice so i'm yeah. going to listen to that that messenger well and he's been in that field knowing how everything works and he he poked fun at every little thing along the way and i thought steve carell did a uh band uh, stand, uh bang up i was gonna say bang up but then i was thinking stand up and i said bang stang step job Anyways, <laughs> I do like that they made fun of both sides, though. Instead of just making fun of one yeah, side, yeah. making the other side seem more like realistic. Like I, they did make, but I do feel like that the Rose or whatever her name is Rose was a little more, a little well, more. And you get that neither one of them really seemed to care about their party as much as yeah. winning. No, no, winning. Yeah, they just wanted to win. It didn't matter whatever it took to win. Let's let's do it. Even even in a little town. So while I did like the movie, I just don't think that I would ever watch it again. That's fair. I'd rather watch something. You should try else. just okay. to to finish it. No, <laughs> I did watch it. I don't know why. I must have been in and out of sleep, and that's why, like, I don't remember. I I hope that you like woke up, saw the end, and were like, "Well, I I guess he won the the mayorship. Yay! <laughs> Good job on him." I- I don't remember. Finish up on Irresistible. 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 Visit our friends at the Esquire Theater. They did a soft opening this past weekend to kind of get ready for the the full opening when the new movies come in. So go support them. Wear your mask. Everything else. 
support our friends at the Esquire. Yeah, I can't wait. I decided that my movie that I'm going to go back to the theaters for is when Tenet comes out. That's what I want to see in the theaters. Mulan comes out before Tenet. So Mulan's going to be the first major movie released in the theaters. Yeah, it is. When is that? Uh, July. T- is it 17th? I think it is that going to happen here too. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I have no idea. But yeah, I I'm going to be cautious at first because our the theaters are going to start opening up in the next few weeks. So, and then, and then you know we'll see. All right, you want to move into at home recommendations? Yeah, I have three. You have three. Three and th- on Go for three it, different platforms. So on the Amazon platform, Seaberg is totally worth watching with, uh, you know, Bella from Twilight. K-Stew. Yes, K-Stew. I thought it was really good. I didn't know that story. Uh, it was an interesting story. On Netflix, Defy Brothers, another third time Spike Lee movie has been mentioned tonight. Defy Bloods. Yeah, Defy Bloods. What did I say, brothers? Yeah, Defy Bloods. Uh, really good. You said brothers. Uh, really, really good. I liked it a lot. And I didn't, again, another story that I didn't really know about African Americans in Vietnam. And then the not true-ish story is on HBO called Ad Astra, which is sort of an old, I mean, it's last year, I think. But Brad Pitt and his dad is Tommy Lee Jones, and I didn't think I wanted to see that. I really hadn't. uh, I didn't get to see that. If you watch that, and it's on my list, and then watch Space Force, Space Force might make a little bit more sense. But it's good. It's definitely worth watching. (laughs) Cinnamon, do you have any? I do. So it's a Korean drama. What? Obviously, no way. I know. Wild. But it is called Extracurricular. It is on Netflix. I believe it's on Netflix in the States as well. And what's it about? Extracurricular. And it is about this high school student whose parents are gone. And he tries to figure out a way to make money for himself for college. And he basically creates this app that women can use to book prostitution gigs but they have a kind of protection detail with them. So if they go into a building, it's like basically having a pimp with you, but they have a bracelet and it'll they if they tap it a certain number of times, it calls they call him uncle to come and like save the day. I think it's called uncle. I can't remember. Save the save them. There's a lot of like things that happen. Like he loses all of his money and then like this other girl he goes to school with discovers and like it's not a romance at all. It's about it's hard out like, there basically for a, a high school student running a prostitution ring. Yeah, with this app that's quite cool actually, and it tracks where the girls are, so they they're safer, and then they make money, and then like it shows like kind of like the the way that Koreans view um, prostitutes and things like that. So I'm in. Sounds it's pretty good. good. It's pretty good. I think you'd like it. And then I had one more. Hold on. It's a new show on Netflix. It's called The Floor is Lava. Oh, I saw the I've heard of it. The preview for it. You need to watch it. It's just fun to have on. It's really stupid. Okay. You need to watch it. It's fun. It's exactly what you think it is. I have a couple. My first one is on Apple TV Plus. It is an animated show from Josh Gad called Central Park. I you like know those Josh Gad. Animated shows. It's like a it's a musical slash animated show. So they just break into songs sometimes. It's it's really good, really funny. 
He's funny. He's a good dad too. Have you ever seen his like Instagram or Instagram? Is that he was just on Pete dad. Holmes. Podcast, He's really funny with his kids, and he was really good. I liked it. it. Made me like him a whole lot. I didn't know he was so pivotal in the Book of Mormon like on him. Broadway. Oh yeah, he was. I don't he like was. that show. Oh on, god, that show is so good. I don't like it. I've seen it twice. It was, I've never seen so it. Good. It was it was offensive. It's done by the South Park guys. I know, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I just it was too much. No, that's fair. All right, so my next one's a throwback that I just watched this week. It hit its 30th anniversary. It's on HBO, Dick Tracy. I hadn't watched it in quite a few years, and I was like, I really enjoyed this movie. It has quite the cast in it. And the last one I watched this week was Just Mercy. It's a it's good. free rental for the month of June, starring Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx. And it is really sad because I know this crap that goes on in in america right now and just for the longest time i mean for hundreds of years We're still and going it's, on. it's still still going on but it's a really good movie and just mercy you can rent anywhere you would rent a movie it's just a free rental wherever i think that will wrap it up for another episode of the cinema guys Make sure you follow us online at the Cinema Guys on Twitter and Instagram. Find us on Facebook. I think it's at the Cinema Guys Podcast on Facebook. But we will be back in a couple weeks with a new episode. Until next time, maybe we will see you at the movies soon. word or hard for you social distance it's like saying matthew bodwick no i like it. you sounded like a radio jockey you were like socially distancing <laughs> you enunciated all the words